Welcome to the Early Retirement Show. If you are a longtime listener, thank you. And if you are new to the show, as a reminder, this show is dedicated to helping you retire early, otherwise known as the show dedicated to helping you understand what you have to do to be in a position where you are financially free, where work is now optional. So whether you are a few years out from retirement and you just want to know everything to prepare for that big date, or you're new in your journey and you want to get a head start on maximizing what you've worked so hard for throughout your life, this is the show for you. So we discuss everything from investments to taxes to insurance and everything that comes in between. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into today's episode. Welcome back to the Early Retirement Show. And today's episode is a very special one. It is about the financial goals and the reason that you go to work and wake up every day and really about the life you want to create. And so before getting into the investments and the taxes and the insurance and the analysis of it all, what I like to start with, and this is the same process we go through with clients, is what is it you want to create? What is your ideal life? So I'm going to start with a few questions from a checklist, and this checklist will be in the description below. So in today's episode, if you're wondering where I'm getting these questions, it is from a checklist, and you can go to the description and you will see those. And just before we hop into these questions, and and not just questions, but goal planning and everything that I love most about financial planning, you can see all of this and more on YouTube where it is video content. So if you prefer to follow along that way, please do subscribe, comment, like those videos. It helps the channel grow, and I certainly appreciate it if you'd share with someone else who you think would benefit as well. So let's hop right into today's episode now that we've done with that intro. Number one is let's start with what are those goals, and then we'll break it down into categories. And so the the goals that many people have are similar. It's, hey, I want to have a home. It's, I want to retire. I want to travel. I want to have the ability to change careers. So those are the big goals that many, many people have, and they're similar from the, the wide view, from the macro view. But if we take a step further, what we see is that they're very different because you're going to want to switch jobs and you're going to have a different, really goal of where you want to live and your family and what you want to spend and all of these different factors, it's going to be very different than your neighbor. So you want to make sure you're planning very differently than your neighbor, your best friend, because that's going to let you live your best life. And so let's start with some of these goals. So I like to start with retirement goals. So ask yourself, and if you've never asked yourself any of these questions I'm about to mention, perfectly fine. Many people haven't, and many people have asked themselves it, but just don't have time to think about it because life is busy. You're going to the gym, you're making food, you're just working. And and so it's common for people not to think and take the time to themselves because it's difficult. And so that's what this is for is one to be informative, but also to be a reminder to think about what it is you want to do with your life, which is really the goal of financial planning. It's not about how can I die with the most amount of money? It's how can we make sure that the legacy is being left how you intend it? How can we make sure that we do more travel today? That way we don't have to stay in a bad job if we don't like it. That's what financial planning is about. So you can live that best life. So let's get into it. The goals, number one is, do you know when you want to retire? Some people say, hey, I want to make sure at 60, I do not have to work anymore. Other people say, hey, at age 65, I want to be working part-time. I don't want to have to be tied down to a job where I'm going in five days a week. I want three days a week, but I don't want to do nothing. And these are all very important questions to ask yourself because it's going to allow you to live very differently. 
For example, if you said, you know what, I want to be done at age 60, I'm planning to live until age 90. Now, of course, none of us know how long we will all live, but the worst case scenario is you outlive your money. And so to avoid that, we want to make sure we're planning properly. And so if you're planning to live until age 90, just from a financial planning perspective, and you're 60, well, that's 30 years of income that we need to cover. So what we look at is, okay, if we want to live off of X amount, call it $100,000 per year after taxes, after inflation, do we have enough to do that? There's some calculations and things that we run specifically with clients to figure that out. But the main thing is, let's just take that example. Okay, well, $100,000 we need for 30 years. That's a lot of money. Now, depending on how much you save and how much you invest and really if you have a pension and Social Security and inheritance, there's all these factors that we consider of what can you do to create that and are you in a position to do so? Because the next thing we come back with when we do this work for clients is could you retire earlier? Could you still retire at 55 and be on track to achieve your financial goals? If so, great. You don't have to leave, but it tends to create a ton of peace of mind, and that is just so valuable. So that if you do have a bad job at work, sorry, a bad day at work, um, it could be a bad job, but if you have a bad day at work, you know, hey, that the finances, that's what's not tying me to this position. So that's the first thing to consider. The next one is, do you want to retire early, and do you want a part-time retirement? And so if you want to retire earlier, great. It just means we're going to need more income so that we don't outlive our money, but also, if you say, you know what, I don't want to do nothing and I'm planning on income throughout retirement, you might be able to stop much, much sooner, age 40, age 45, age 50, because you're planning to work in some capacity until age 65, 70, 80 plus. Now, all of this completely depends on what it is you want to spend in retirement. The biggest variable is retirement expenses. That's beyond investment performance. That's beyond tax planning. The number one thing that's going to dictate about your ability to retire and really be financially free is how much do you want to spend? If you want to spend more and have a yacht and do get a cool car and all that fun stuff, great, we are all for that. Let's just make sure we're planning for it so that you don't outrun your money. Now, let's assume the opposite. If you wanna live super frugally and you say, hey, I just wanna make sure I have 50,000 a year, don't wanna travel internationally, I just wanna do what I love here and that's what you love, great, let's plan for that. Could you retire earlier and do that? Maybe. Or do you need to invest a little more to make sure that you preserve purchasing power risk? Because there are two risks in retirement. The number one risk is the one that you're most likely very aware of, the ups and downs of the market in the short term. But it's just that, it's short term. The major risk that people face, that people tend to not know about because it, it's silent, is inflation otherwise known as purchasing power risk, meaning what is the risk that your money loses its value over time? That's the real risk retirees face or someone who's going to retire in the future because it's not just about these up and down swings in the short term. That, although not fun, that's the price we pay to preserve the purchasing power of our money. So there's a balance there. If we had everything in stocks, well, now we're subjecting ourselves to way too much risk, and those ups and downs are gonna really impact your ability to spend in retirement. But if we don't have enough, then it's gonna feel really good the first few years of retirement, maybe even 10, 15 years, but by age 85 and over, you're gonna say, hey, it is getting tough to pay the bills, and so you don't wanna be in that position. So that's retirement goals. Um, Another few questions, just and, and you can check more in the description on this, is 
do you plan to change your residency in retirement? Do you want to live somewhere else? Do you want to feel confident about that? And not just confident, but do you want multiple homes? Some people, that is their dream. Great. What do we have to do to achieve that? Now, moving into family goals, so from retirement goals to family goals, do you want to have more children? That's going to certainly cost more. Of course, a wonderful thing and a reason many of us want to live is to to bring on that legacy. And so a wonderful thing. Let's just make sure we're planning for it. Do you want to save for children's education or do you want them to have some skin in the game? Is there a balance there? Depends on how you grew up and what you intend for. Just want to make sure we're planning for it. Do you have parents or family members that you want to care for? Does long-term care make sense? Does it make sense to forego those premiums and perhaps self-insure? Do you have plans to change your marital status? Do you want to save for any specific family milestones, graduations, bar mitzvahs, weddings, whatever that may be? Um, moving into self-development and professional goals, do you want to achieve financial independence as early as possible? A lot of people come to me and say, Ari, I just want to be in a position where I don't have to worry about working. Well, wonderful. You could also go get a job and bring in as much income as possible. But if you're miserable for those 10 years in order to just be financially free one day, number one, it's not a waste of those years, but you might look back on that and say, hey, those were some of the best years of my life. I wish I was doing something I at least partially enjoyed. And the other risk is you now retire and don't have something you love doing because for so for so much of your time, you were doing a job that you did not enjoy and therefore didn't really have a chance to go get hobbies because I'm assuming that job, although might have a great income, well, it's also going to take up a ton of your time. So there's a balance there. Um, are you looking for specific employee benefits? Is it call it gym memberships? Is it health packages? Is it 401ks? Is that something that you're considering? Do you want to start your own business? If so, wonderful. Let's just look into the planning. There's tons of tons of strategies to save more for retirement and to really be retired sooner if you own your own business. But of course, it comes with more stress, more liability, more, not just, I, I want to say understanding, but a, a really much deeper way of living because you don't really turn off. And if you're owning your business and listening to this right now, you already know that. But it's it's certainly something to think about because at the end of the day, what is your goal? As a reminder, if your goal is to say, I want to be retired early and not worry, well, owning a business, although might be able to get you there, what about the worry along the way? What about the sale of that business? What about everything from employees to making sure that really the distributors, everything involved in the marketing and the administration that it's being taken care of properly because if that's what you love doing and it takes a lot of your time, then you've hit the jackpot. But if you say, you know what, I don't love doing this and I'm doing this as a means to an end, well then I'm not sure we're doing financial planning properly. Um, moving into asset and debt goals, do you want to reduce the risk of market volatility on your investments? If you are 100% invested in stocks, that's a great way to grow your wealth over time. But if you say, you know what, that those ups and downs, one, I just can't sleep at night, then we are defeating the purpose of financial planning. The goal is peace of mind, not to lose sleep. Um, do you want to save more for future goals? Is it a down payment? Is it certain property? Is it a rental income? Do you want to refinance or pay off any loans? Uh, is there a second home consideration, vacation? All great things to think about. 
lifestyle goals. Um, are you planning to make a significant home improvement? Do you want to buy or lease a vehicle? Do you want to plan for a large vacation? Do you want to utilize sinking funds where whatever you are paid, a portion of it goes into the separate account, something that I personally do, so that when that money is in that account, there's no guilt. There's no, oh, am I overspending for this dinner? Am I overspending for the hotel? Because you know you've saved well and you've put it aside and you should feel good about it as opposed to just saying, hey, I think I'm in a position to do it, but saying, no, I'm going to put my credit card down because I know I'm in a position to do so. Um, tax planning goals. Do you want to reduce your tax liability now or in the future? Do you want to support a charity? Are you planning to sell a business? Um, moving to estate planning and wealth transfer goals, which is a big one, is how can we protect our assets from bankruptcy, divorce? Do you want to feel secure that your team, the fiduciary, the tax planner, everyone in your corner is looking out for your best interests? Um, how can we make sure that when you do pass, although not a fun topic, that your assets are being transferred in the most tax-efficient manner to preserve what you work so hard for. And then lastly, are there any other goals you want to consider that have not really been addressed today? And that's what this is for. This is why we speak with a planner, to have a plan to put something in place so that you can say, hey, I know I'm doing all the right things in order to accomplish our goals. Because if you're investing over here and you're doing tax planning over there and you're saying, you know what, my estate, what I'm working with, that's over here and insurance is up there. Well, now we've got all of these things that are not bad. They're very good things, but they're being attended to in a vacuum. And if they don't talk to one another, we're just not being most efficient with what we care about most, which is living that ideal life. So once again, all of this and more is on YouTube. Always feel free to go check that out for more content. Subscribe, um, comment, please like the video. And then if you say, you know what, this was really helpful for me, please share it with someone you think would benefit. That's how the show grows. It's why I love doing what I do. And you can always submit a question on my website, earlyretirementpodcast.com. I'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. If that was helpful, please do subscribe, leave five stars, rate it, review it, all that good stuff. And let me know how I can best help. I love answering questions, whether it's about taxes, investments, whatever is on your mind. I love seeing how I can best help you. So as always, you can submit a question on my website, personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co. And I'll see you all next week. Hey, everyone. Quick disclaimer here. Please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.